Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Welcome to Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. On Snoozecast, we read excerpts from public domain works and occasionally original stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please review us on Apple Podcasts and also share it with a friend. This episode is brought to you by hearing a song you love but had forgotten about. Tonight, We'll be reading from Robert Frost's 1924 Pulitzer Prize-winning poetry collection titled New Hampshire. Frost was an American poet who was much admired for his depictions of the rural life in New England, his command of American colloquial speech, and his realistic verse portraying ordinary people in everyday situations. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. New Hampshire. I met a lady from the South who said, you won't believe she said it, but she said it. None of my family ever worked or had a thing to sell. I don't suppose the work much matters. You may work for all of me. I've seen the time I've had to work myself. The having anything to sell is what is the disgrace in man or state or nation. I met a traveler from Arkansas who boasted of his state as beautiful for diamonds and apples. Diamonds and apples in commercial quantities? I asked him on my guard. Oh yes, he answered. Off his. The time was evening in the Pullman. I see the porters made your bed, I told him. 
I met a Californian who would talk California, a state so blessed. He said, in climate none had ever died there a natural death, and vigilance committees had had to organize to stalk the graveyards and vindicate the state's humanity. Just the way Stephenson runs on, I murmured, about the British Arctic. That's what comes of being in the market with a climate. I met a poet from another state, a zealot full of fluid inspiration, who in the name of fluid inspiration, but in the best style of bad salesmanship, angrily tried to make me write a protest, in verse, I think, against the Volstead Act. He didn't even offer me a drink until I asked for one to steady him. This is called having an idea to sell. It never could have happened in New Hampshire. The only person really soiled with trade I ever stumbled on in old New Hampshire was someone who had just come back ashamed from selling things in California. He'd built a noble mansard roof with balls on turrets like Constantinople, deep in woods some ten miles from a railroad station, as if to put forever out of mind the hope of being, as we say, received. I found him standing at the close of the day inside the threshold of his open barn, like a lone actor on a gloomy stage, and recognized him through the iron gray in which his face was muffled to the eyes as an old boyhood friend and once indeed a drover with me on the road to Brighton. His farm was grounds and not a farm at all. His house among the local sheds and shanties rose like a factor's at a trading station and he was rich, and I was still a rascal. I couldn't keep from asking impolitely, where had he been and what had he been doing? How did he get so rich? Rich was understood, in dealing in old rags in San Francisco. Oh, it was terrible as well could be. We both of us turned over in our graves. Just specimens is all New Hampshire has. One each of everything as in a showcase, which naturally she doesn't care to sell. She had one president pronounce him purse and make the most of it for better or worse. He's your one chance to score against the state. She had one Daniel Webster. He was all. The Daniel Webster ever was or shall be. She had the Dartmouth needed to produce him. I call her old. She has one family, whose claim is good to being settled here, before the era of colonization, and before that of exploration, even. John Smith remarked them as he coasted by, dangling their legs and fishing off a wharf at the Isles of Shoals.